Welcome back, season two. According to sources right here, A2S Network, in conjunction with the Under the Hood Network as well, the Under the Hood podcast. Check us out, as always, running point, running the three-man weave with two of the best finishers in podcast land. To my left, none other than C4 Dunk, Chris Kaysen. And to my right, the agitator, down in the dirty south, TV's own now. <laughs> I'm scared to see what those production meetings are like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he is Brian Crawford, man. Uh, B underscore Crawford D. I got it. He's there you go. Still Mr. Crawford D on IG, though. All day. Go ahead and follow us, man. Daryl Morey and his controversial tweet about the Hong Kong situation and everything that's happening in China. Um, according to sources, of course, at the time, Daryl Morey, he tweeted out support for the protesters in Hong Kong at that particular time. NBA teams, the Rockets, uh, the Nets, the Lakers, to name a few, were teams that were either headed to China to play or had already been in China participating. And, you know, league games that go on in, in foreign countries in the preseason, they, the NBA does it each and every year to expand their marketing power and with the agreements that they have from streaming services and other things. They want to put their imprint in China. We know from being Chicagoans how important China is to one Derrick Rose. Like, that dude is almost a demigod over in China. And Before we get into the economics of it, I want to get each and every one of your thoughts. And before we do that, we have a special guest, brother, to the program. He was gracious enough to have all three of us on his podcast, No Zones podcast. Also, he is the executive producer. I love throwing that executive in front, dude. Not just producer. He is the executive producer of the Lawrence Holmes Show over at 670 to score WSCR here in Chicago. So I got Tony Gill. What's up, bro? What up, man? Glad to be here. Glad y'all brought me back, man. I told you we were bringing you over, man. You were gracious enough to bring us on No Zones. And, um, yeah, it was time for it to happen. What better way to open up season two than to have you on? Yeah, appreciate y'all. Let's hop appreciate into love, it. Uh, let's hop into it. C4, I saw a few of your thoughts out there on social media, but as far as the original tweet by Daryl Morey, um, bad timing, freedom of speech, like where do you lie no, in this entire situation? Yeah, one of those situations where he shouldn't have said anything. I mean, especially with the Rockets in terms of being – like the commodity that China is to them, you know, that should have been telling once, like for everything. So it was just one of those situations. I understand what he meant and when he came out and defended himself. But I mean, when we all tweet, I think we don't realize the, you know, just the negative impact that it can have just because you're looking at it as imagine what Daryl Morey does on a day to day basis. He probably pulled out his phone after talking to a friend or something over there and just, tweeted something out, didn't even think about it, probably went back to lunch and whatever, and then, you know, phones started blowing up, yeah. you know, and then money, money started <laughs> uh, disappearing. So I just think it was one of those situations where, you know, 
silence is golden, but I mean, it's difficult in saying that just because freedom of speech is, you know, one of the rights that we do have, but you know, I mean, the league is, you know, a capital, capital business. So I don't know, it's, it's a tough spot, but um, one thing that we do see is that um, the league needs more China more than, you know, they need the league. Yeah. I mean, when we talk about just the impact financially, I mean, it would even impact the the salary cap, which is crazy. I mean, when you think about all those guys who have business ventures over there with Lee Ning, uh, Clay Thompson, Dwayne Wade. I mean, and then you look at, I think Peak is also still um, an endorser. So, I mean, it has a lot of, there was a lot of negativity, um, a lot of negative impact from that. So it was just one of those situations where I think Daryl should have maybe talked with somebody, you know, voiced his opinion in a different way other than, you know, just a tweet. But it's crazy just how damning a tweet can be. Yeah. And uh, moving on from that, because I want to stay right there and I'm going to give BC a chance to respond. But I want to get to TG because TG, as we fast forward, the teams got back, the Los Angeles Lakers got back on the homeland, got back to Los Angeles. And Kyrie even came out recently and said that while they were over there, they had a closed-door meeting uh, amongst themselves and amongst the, with the commissioner and talked about things. And he said the reason he decided to speak is because things started being leaked out about what was said in the meetings. And he was like, look, all right, if that's what we're going to do and just leak things, then I'll let you know you know, how I feel about it. And uh, reports have leaked out that he was basically one of the ones in the meeting with uh, Commissioner Adam Silver, according to sources, that told them, I don't think we should play. Like, he was almost like, let's let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't need to be over here playing. This is their thing, you know. And he went on this, uh, to talk about that with the media this past Thursday. I think that, you know, when you think about communities across the world, uh, I think that a lot of people would stand for world peace. You know, government gets involved. Um, it impacts different communities in different ways. Um, and the reality is that as individuals, it's our job to stand up for what we believe in. Now, I understand Hong Kong and China is dealing with their issues respectfully, um, respectively, um, but there's enough oppression and stuff going on in America for me not to be involved in the community issues here as well. And that's one of those four pillars that goes in terms of the black community. Um, color people here still in America like we're still fighting for everyday freedom so you know when I think about Hong Kong and China like the people are in an uproar and you know for us as Americans to comment on it us as African Americans or American Indians to comment on that you know you're you're connected nonetheless you know especially when it impacts freedoms or world world peace like I said so you know, for me, I, as an individual, I stand up for those four pillars. And when they're being conflicted, I can understand why protesters come to the game. America was built on protesting. I mean, it was built on slavery, let alone. But things happen all across the world, and we're just taking notice. And social media puts it right in front of everyone's faces. And, you know, if you're not thinking with a selfless attitude, then you can come out and kind of get yourself caught up in a few things politically that really impact a certain group of people in an area of the world. So I speak objectively, but also subjectively in terms of how I feel about the pillars that I stand by as a man. So, so there you have it, the comments of one Kyrie Irving basically saying we have things that we have to deal with here in the United States that we're not dealing with. So even though I'm for freedom everywhere and the fair treatment of every human being everywhere, 
I'm more concerned about my home and my own country. So then we fast forward to one LeBron James. Tony, I saw you. <laughs> I was actually here in studio and saw your initial response tweet go up. Mm-hmm. And then the, when he doubled down, I saw your response to the double down. And I was like, man, TG is really going in on this Cabron. So I want to get everybody's comments on whether mm-hmm. or not you thought the criticism of one LeBron James and what he said. Before we get into it, this is what LeBron James had to say about the Daryl Morey tweet. I don't believe, I don't want to get into a, a word a, a word or sentence uh, feud with Daryl, but Daryl uh, Morey, but I believe he wasn't educated on, on, on the situation at hand. And he spoke. Uh, so many people uh, could have been harmed, um, not only financially, but physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, so just be careful what we, what we tweet and we say and what we do, even though, yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be a lot of negative that comes with that, too. That's my belief. Um, that's all I can say. I, I believe he was either misinformed or not really educated on the situation. Um, and if he was, then, then so be it. But I have no idea, but that's just my belief. When you say things or do things, if you're doing it um, and you know the people that can be affected by it and, and the, the families and the individuals and everyone that can be affected by it, sometimes things can be, um, can be changed as well. And also sometimes uh, social media is not always the, the proper way to go about things as well. So there you have it. LeBron James basically saying Daryl Morey was uninformed when he tweeted, shouldn't have tweeted, and he put... A lot of people in danger and uh, quite possibly cost a lot of people money. According to sources, several sources of Los Angeles Times, Ramona Shelburne via the jump, there was a particular player on the Los Angeles Lakers that actually got a $1 million deal canceled mm. because of Daryl Morey's tweets. Coos? Hey. <laughs> you know, uh, when somebody else costs you a million dollars, you, you might feel a certain way. But I want to start with you, TG, because, you know, you, you were very outspoken about how you felt about LeBron, LeBron James and what he had to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was disappointed, you know, in the way he chose to respond uh, to uh, the situation. And I get that, you know, even if – I mean, he knows that he, he speaks for the players, you know, to a certain degree. I mean, even, you know, with those league reports about the unofficial president yeah, of the players. LeBron, um, you know, kind of standing up and saying, nah, I don't think, you know, the media should be a lot. We should be the first person to talk about this. And I 100 percent agree with that, that the players shouldn't be the first people, what? you know, to talk about it. Um, but other than that, man, like if you're going to, especially when you look at the tweet that Daryl sent, it was Fairly benign, you know. It was just hashtag Free Hong Kong's fight for freedom, and then the photo um, of what or the video of what happened. You know, that's what's been happening in Hong Kong, which has been like crazy. Um, and I think everybody should kind of read up on that. But to kind of double down in in, in oh, disrespect, is, is high floor <laughs> disrespect, um, Daryl like that. Like, I mean, knowing, you know, the type of person that Daryl is, he Daryl's a smart dude. Yeah. You know, MIT graduate. Um, I mean, calling him misinformed. And then double down was like, yeah, I know what I said. Yeah. And it's like, LeBron. It's like we know your connections to China. Yeah. Like it's we know it. Yeah. And if LeBron would have been like, look, I'm not at liberty to speak on that right now, we all wouldn't know what that meant. Yeah. 
But everybody would have been cool. It was like, we understand that it's too tough for you yeah. with your connections to China. And we get it. That would have been fine. But nah, nah, LeBron had to it's one of those things go above and beyond. Mr. And that was my issue. Mr. SpongeBob, a.k.a. Kyrie Irving, also brought that up. He's like, yo, it's not fair to expect us to be the spokesman. Yeah. About what's going Agreed. on over there. Agreed. Yeah. Then, but but don't bash. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially when it's something as simple as human rights. Yeah. Where we all can agree that people need to have human rights. Yeah. That's that's the easy issue. I'll get into look, look man. Lebron <laughs> Lebron purposely said that, and I think what he said and what he did went over a lot of heads. And I'm gonna give you the reasons for that as soon <laughs> as I allow the agitator to go ahead and talk about not only the tweet of Daryl Morey, but LeBron and Kyrie and what they had to say. Oh, my bad, y'all. I thought I was muted. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> I said hello to Floor while <laughs> trying to order pizza over there. Um Tony, you said something like it was it was more or less benign. And I think I'm gonna agree with you in that respect. And I'm gonna wrap that around what Kyrie said is because it's benign because we got a lot of other things going on over here that I that I think are way more important. Now, the China and Hong Kong situation is basically, you know, you got a separatist situation. You know, you got a people who want to do their own thing and they kind of into it with the communist side of, you know, the mainland and they basically the same people. You know, I can agree with LeBron when he says that, you know, Daryl Moore wasn't very informed about what was going on. And I think he wasn't really thinking big picture in terms of how that could affect the, you know, the NBA economically. And then you're talking about players losing deals and things like that. Um, as far as LeBron, I mean, that's LeBron, man. Like he's going to talk out both sides every single time. So, I mean, you take what he says with a grain of salt, but, you know, I mean, as far as like the bigger picture with the league, I don't know, man. Like, I got my own thoughts about it. And basically, it's like, you know, China is kind of like their own entity. Yes, they pump a lot of money into, you know, the American con- you know, economy in terms of the NBA. But at the same time, basketball is a global game. You know, people are hungry for this game all over the place. Um, I would hate to actually be in China if I'm an NBA fan because now, you know, they're not streaming games and you can't see nothing. So... It's a really tough situation. Adam said was said the other day. You know they losing a significant amount of money, so that sucks. Um, I just think it's interesting the way the league is backing Daryl Morey because if anybody else had to cost the league this much money, let's say if it was a player, they would have found a way to get rid of him. And I don't know how the NBA kind of fixes this situation because that, as I understand it, China called for the Rockets to fire Daryl Morey. Yeah. And um, Adam Silver was like, no, that's not happening. And China can cut off the NBA in, in that country with the flick of a switch, and it's just lights out for the NBA. So it's a tough situation. Uh, you know, I'm going to agree that we should not let a country like China influence what a private corporate entity does based in America. But, you know, at the same time, I think something should have been happened. Something should have happened to Daryl Morey for this situation because I don't, I mean, I'm going to agree with LeBron. I don't think he was very informed. And, you know, it's created an international incident and the league's going to lose money. So it sucks. When, what is the next? Has Daryl Morey tweeted? 
after that? The tweet uh, was deleted? He deleted it. Has he tweeted since? No, he came out with a statement. Yeah. He had a press conference about it. Apologize. I mean, to be honest, I don't pay attention to the tweets of one Daryl Morey. I do know his owner came out in support, which leads me to, according to sources, which is Adam Silver. He came out and said that China basically came to him and requested that Daryl Morey be fired. Like, if it was anybody else but the Rockets, I don't think it would have been that big of a deal. Because the Rockets are literally like the... The connection the that y'all mean. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they are the pipeline from the NBA to China. Mm-hmm. If it would have been Sacramento or if it would have been Kyrie in Brooklyn, it wouldn't have been this big of a thing. But for it to be the Rockets, Daryl Murray probably should have known better. That's, like, that's just where I'm at with it. He probably should have known better. Now, you know, also reported that people or players representing the Players Association went to Adam Silver and requested that Daryl Morey be fined. See, LeBron is very calculated. You understand? Because LeBron is part of the banana boat. And what general manager just did both his boys dirty? Like, he's going at Daryl Morey. Yeah, but we know we know LeBron to be this this type of petty, though. Who and LeBron, asks, wa- LeBron wants to be that guy. Who asks, who asks for, for Daryl Morey to be fined? When they say people representing the Players Association ask Adam Silver to find Daryl Moore. Pretty sure a lot of people. Anybody that I has, mean he should be fine. Yeah. I oh, think any, absolutely. Yeah, I think anybody That's without question. Any like financial But who you th- who do you I mean, think, think that main voice would have been? Well, who, See Kyrie I, mean, a, I think Kyrie is echoing I mean, I would argue that I mean whoever the president of the Players Association is, which I believe is Chris Paul. I would believe he would be the loudest voice causing, calling for uh, Daryl Moore to be fine because he would have the biggest axe to grind, if you ask me. But the, I don't think they got nothing to do with LeBron. Be, so let's say CP3 and OKC held a press conference to say and, and voiced displeasure about Daryl Moore. What's the first thing people would have said if he would have had to axe to grind with Daryl Moore? What's the first thing they would have brought up? Well, oh, so CP3 is just saying that because but they definitely would have made the connection with the ending in Houston, it would have come up. So to push it off on LeBron, who was there, who has a reason to speak, and who has a reason to be the voice, it's like, and he speaks, of, he is the unofficial president of the Players Association. Listen, Point I'll blank say period. This. I'll say this. You know, I don't really think it had anything to do with an individual player. I think it's just got something to do with players. No, like, no, no. listen, man, we get we get fined for criticizing the refs after a game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to go in my pocket because I say something about a ref. Or I don't like the officiating. Right. This dude is literally costing the league billions of dollars, and the league is backing him. So if I can't criticize a ref and you're still going to find me for it, and then this dude – tweet something that's going to cost the league $4 billion, which is obviously going to trickle down to other players. Like you said, you know, Kyle Kuzma might have lost out on some bread because of that. Uh, uh, Clay Thompson might lose out on some bread because of that. You know what I'm saying? Whoever's wearing Antel or Lee Ning or whatever, you know, you're losing money. Everybody's losing money because of this, and you're not going to find him at all. I think I think it's just, it's just a situation of right is right and wrong is wrong. Oh, I, think, I agree. Uh, I just think I think you missed my point when they said it wasn't about the the player individually. It's not about Carmelo. It's not about CP3. Mm-hmm. We're boys. Everybody up in here, we're boys. If somebody does something to you, I might not have anything to do with it. 
But down the line, I remember what they did if I'm your boy. And if it ever comes a time where, you know what, you stick your foot out there, you stick your neck out there, and you kind of in a vulnerable situation, it's like, oh, okay, I got an opportunity right here to stab you a little bit. <laughs> you, know, you know? I mean, it's, like, it's part of the, yeah, the but, it, a complex situation he, where I'm talking about this, but right. at the same time, let's be real. I get an opportunity. Yeah, but even with that, I mean, that fine is picked up by the Houston Rockets. So you're not really anyway, fine right. at you know, Daryl Moore personally. So it's just another hit. To well, not really. You could take that out of his pocket. True. You I mean, but what, 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 what difference would that make? In like, essentially. But, I the, mean, but I go, they go for me, it plays along to, dude, I've always said LeBron is the pettiest person. I, most sensitive, petty, pettiest, and I know you love LeBron. Yeah. Especially in the LeBron-Jordan uh, arguments, <laughs> TG. But he's just, he's petty, he's sensitive. But he's also very calculated. So it's like I was just looking at him and I'm saying, you know, it's a reason why you're saying this and it's a reason why you're doubling down. And I think the overall conversation with him, and this is something else, I don't play because I wasn't with that. I saw several people, and I can't remember if you put this out there on Twitter, but there were several people that tried to downplay, like, the whole security thing in China. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you have a situation that's going on in China, man, there's so many different factions and separatists. You don't know what's safe, who's safe. Dude, I went to a bachelor party in Detroit, and we decided at the last minute to go to Canada. This was when you could get in with just showing your ID. We went over. My boy was acting buck wild. We went to Club Cheetah. Buck Wild, we're up in there with some gangster mob-looking cats. And I'm saying, bro, we're in a totally different country. I don't feel safe. I don't have phone service. Like, you need to chill. Mm-hmm. Don't upset the Apple cart. Do not put us in position mm-hmm. or put us in a dangerous situation. It's like, don't do that because yeah. we're not at home. I can only imagine the feeling of already being over there, knowing the tension that existed, and then to see... The battle going back and forth between the government and the NBA fans and everything that was happening and how it swelled up and got even bigger. I'm not saying anything would have happened, but I'm talking about my conscience. Oh, I would have been worried. Yeah, There's a reason I mean, NBA security came over there and had meetings with them and changed up things to for, the, for every. That's why Kyrie spoke out. I was like, look, I don't even think we should be over here playing. Like, you don't say I mean, that unless you think it's some type of clear and present danger. Well, I mean, there's no immediate threat to them because all of the violence is going on in Hong Kong and they Mm -hmm. was in China. So that's just two separate places. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I I think NBA security came over there just simply because they were in China and those, you know, and the government was upset about what was said. So I think they was trying to protect them on that front. But like as far as all of the riots and the violence and stuff going on, they they was a long way from that. They weren't even close to it. Um. Yeah, that was me. You saw me downplay that. <laughs> that yeah, I didn't. I mean, I, you yeah, know, that I, was I, me. That was me. I mean, I just. I, I mean, I'm. I agree with BC. Like they were far away from the you know the hotbed uh, climate. And if the players felt collectively that it wasn't safe, and the league felt like it wasn't safe, I mean, they still played that game. Like yeah. the jump still was over there. Like the jump people didn't leave. If anybody was gonna leave, well, they was weren't like, gonna why leave. Do you, why do you need to jump? They weren't gonna leave, you know? but the NBA didn't leave. Right. The NBA didn't so, leave. So they the NBA must have felt like they're not gonna you know, cause harm to the single 
like the top three most famous person, you know, in the world right now, yeah. LeBron James. So it's like, come on, man. I but just, but a couple things to to your point about you know LeBron being petty. Um, I don't know. I I don't want us to forget like what happened. Like Maury wanted Chris Paul. You know, like it was the beef between Chris and James that kind of ended that I relationship. Was, I don't think it was any like, beef. I don't I think, think it was beef I think at all. Was, yeah, I think it was more so just Tillman Fertitta, who's the new owner. He's has a different way of doing things. So right. He, I mean, if he if he wanted if if I, personally, I don't think Maury had it out on Chris Paul, and that means I don't think that LeBron had it out for Maury because I think it's just that's just happened. Like it just didn't work in Houston. Well, to see the, the know, Chris and, Paul thing. The, the, I mean, and, and Melo, it didn't work out in OKC either. No, 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 no. The way when Melo you know? came and told that story to Stephen A. Smith about what Daryl Morey came and told him in that hotel room, like moments before a game, mm-hmm. and how disrespected he felt, and for him to call CP3 up to the room like, yo, did you know about this? And CP3's like, man, I, I didn't know. Like that right there, as I said, you, your boys – they carry that, hey, but the rest of the league isn't picking up, you know, mellow either. But that's 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 well, no, a, that, yeah. that's that's like a whole. It's not about whether or not he should be in the league. Is he a top fifty player in the world? Still, it's nothing about that. It's about the way Tillman Fertitta has a way of doing things. I think we know as a general manager, Daryl Morey is an outside the box thinker. Mm-hmm. The way he goes about being a general manager, acquiring talent, and handling situations. I think the Carmelo thing wasn't the first time. It was just very interesting that when LeBron spoke, my mind immediately went to, you know what, this dude is petty enough to just go ahead and jab at this dude just because of how he feels a certain way. Do I think he has an issue with Daryl Morey? I don't know. Does he have an issue with the way Melo was treated? I think, yep. he, I think he had an issue on LeBron losing money. And I think LeBron cares about his his money and his op- financial opportunities um, in China, and I think that matters a lot to LeBron. See, that's that's and, my and Dale, and Dale look, Moore messed that up. For that's him. that's my issue. Um, Everybody was and, did was that the when was it exactly? Because you guys refresh my memory. When was it exactly that the reporter that was there post game with James Harden and Russell Westbrook, and she tried to approach. Or a- ask a question yeah, post game, yeah. yeah. About and they just said and they said, basketball no. question, but yeah. you could tell. But before they even got to her, Russ and James were like, "Dude, we're not, we're, yeah, not, we're not even touching." touching listen, that. yeah, and that's First cool. Of all, no, I mean, listen, like you can't. Nobody knows about what that situation is. These mm-hmm. dudes going over there to play a basketball mm-hmm. game, man. They're not. They they are not familiar with the politics of nothing that's going on between Hong Kong and China. That's off the rip. So just asking them questions like they like you asking loaded questions about free speech and democracy and all this other, you know, trying to bait them into talking about an international situation that they know nothing about. Mm-hmm. That's off rip. That's just wrong. Like you just you just don't do that. Like you just you know you fishing for a soundbite. That's why I hate the media these days because it's all just <laughs> full of gotcha type of stuff, man. And like the people asking the questions don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So that just makes it a bigger you know a bigger worst situation but at the end of the day this is all gonna blow over for the simple fact that china and the united states like we talking about something politically and you know 
as far as like international trade and commerce these two countries are married to one another man so in so many ways so like this is this is this is not going to last very long this is trying to throw in a tantrum trying to you know flex a little weight and muscle and everything like that but you got a billion people over there in this country and half of them love basketball and they're hungry for it and you can't cut them off from it Mm -hmm. without creating a situation so this is this is a minor incident you know it might last maybe half the season or something like that but it it's not gonna last long i don't i don't believe it will yeah those government officials they love basketball too like come on they don't i mean they got yao ming in prominent government you know positions because they love basketball over there the summer tours clay Clay goes over there a lot Mm-hmm. Uh, all all the stars all go the stars, to China yeah, and they accept right. and them they accept willingly. Man, willingly. all the shoes get made which over is, there, man. All the gear yeah. get made over yeah. there. Like, right. so, and, so, and um, um, just a quick point about you know finding Maury. I think it's hard to do it because when and, and BC brought up a, a great point that players get fined over talking about you know refs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and, and perfectly agreed. And coaches, but, yeah, and coaches. Yeah. Um, but I think it's difficult when the more the morality of what Darren Morey tweeted, there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. morally with what he tweeted. Right. So it's like, how do I find a person who didn't do anything morally wrong? How can I then find that person? No, but this ain't it, got nothing it, to do with morals. This is financial. Mm-hmm. You cost me billions of dollars. So I gotta find you for that. But on that, on that, you hurt end, my business. On the end of that, you also can be the same commission that comes out and say, you know, hey, we want our players and we want them right. to be open. Yeah, yeah. so hey, it's a, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. So I not agree, really. Yeah, I agree with you with the business situation. But when you talk about you find him, when you look at the heart of everything he said, there was no ill intentions of that at all. I mean, it cost you money course but you think about it, if you're speaking about things that you know basically just from a societal standpoint like even going back to the cap situ- Kaepernick situation which is completely different but you look at the intentions behind him kneeling how that got misconstrued mm-hmm. you can also you can draw certain parallels so if you find Daryl Morey for this say certain situation guys are not standing you know say a bunch of players just we're not doing the national anthem. We're going to stay in the locker room. We're going to kneel. We're going to do some type of silent protest. But that Do doesn't find? cost you money. It it doesn't, but it it also the intentions of his tweet and then what happened with him are completely different. So if you're going to find him, what precedence does that set when you say, "Hey, we want we, we want, want you to speak out on yeah. issues, just not the issues but that can hurt." But this is bigger than but That's, this is bigger than freedom of speech, though. Like now, you talking well, about you talking about international trade. You talking about billions of dollars. Like I said, nobody got fined for wearing I can't breathe shirts. The Clippers players didn't get fined for going to half court and taking off their shooting jerseys and dumping it after the whole Donald mm-hmm. Sterling situation. They didn't get in trouble for that because it didn't cost nobody no money. We talking about. China, who streams what uh, I forget the Tencent that streams, they like the league pass over there. They streams all of those games. Like you can cut that off with a snap of your finger. You losing revenue. You losing money. Like I said, these Chinese shoe companies, they pulling their contracts. All of that's bread. Yes, you have to be accountable for that. Because, like I said, if I can't criticize a ref, if I can't criticize a coach without you going in my pocket, and that's not costing you no money. 
But this dude is costing you billions of dollars and you talking about you going to stand behind him? Now you being a hypocrite. That I mean, but it's true. But you're also being a hypocrite if you do find him in that same regard because what he's tweeting Not about really because is this basic is money. human rights. So then what is the president said then is like is money, of course, is important. But when we're talking about, hey, I want my guys to speak out on issues like this, he's speaking out just basically supporting basic human rights. But that ain't got nothing to do with you. But, yeah. but, but nothing but, over that... Nothing in Hong Kong and China got anything to do with yeah, but it's what's a human. Going on over it, it, that's oh. a human thing, yeah. you know. It's not like I mean, it's cool. Like we, I'm, I don't plan to go to China anytime soon. And but that's still another human being, and they're fighting for you know rights that black people have to fight for over here. See, are any so, of us clear what they're fighting about? Yeah, they are. They were a democracy before China. Uh, wanted to overtake them. China is a, as we know, a communist, communist country. I mean, um, Hong Kong is like, no, like we prefer democracy. It works better. Like our basic human rights matter to us. Um, our independence matters to us. Um, and China's like, no, nah, we're not going for that. And China is throwing their weight around. You know, we've seen videos of, you know, killings and stuff mm -hmm. like that going on for people that just want a, a voting system, a democracy set up as a part of their government. And China is like, no. So now, all if, of that's fantastic, not to cut you off, bro, mm -hmm. and I've seen all of the coverage and everything like that. But how many of us gave a damn about that until Daryl Morey tweeted this? Nobody. That's, that's cool. We didn't that, care. Exactly, yeah, but, but, but now we but, know. Yeah, but that's just not exactly. That's what Yes, I you. know about what's going on over there, but mm -hmm. I still can't care about it. So now I'm back to the Kyrie point. Like, listen, we got bigger problems going on over here. Mm -hmm. We get punished for free speech over here. So how are you going to talk about free speech in another country that's thousands of miles away when you really and truly can't say what you want here. I can't criticize a ref without getting fined. That's my right to say, yo, I don't like that call. Or it's my right to say, yo, I don't like my coach. But you're going to go on my pocket for that. That don't make sense to me. It's amazing to me because the hypocrisy goes back even further, man. Because if we're going to defend, uh, as a league, if they're going to defend the right of Daryl Morey to be able to speak, how did you blackball Craig Hodges and Mahmoud? Exactly. If, that, if that's if that's what you're talking about, then we need to go back and repair some of the atrocities under David Stern. Mm -hmm. You didn't rock with free speech back then. And guess what? They almost they could have ran. They wanted to run Kareem out the league, but they just couldn't. They couldn't. He was too important at the yeah, time. They couldn't do it. But if he was any less of a player than what he was, he'd have been out of there. That goes back to what you said: getting rid of Mahmoud and Craig Hodges didn't hurt their pockets. Mm -hmm. No. Getting rid of Kareem would have hurt the pockets, and it would have been an issue. So, so, it's, so it's, it's hypocrisy for them now to hold on to that. Well, no, you're not about free speech. You've never the been. The hypocrisy is in not punishing Daryl Morey. That's the hypocrisy, period, point blank. You cannot ride with an executive when you punish players for less. And the truth of the matter is we can keep it 100 and take it to the barbershop. Historically, as black people, we know how we're looked upon by that part of the world mm -hmm. they love our music they love our abilities they love our talents they don't rock with us that's cool so when you when you if you're going to sit and ask <laughs> us as a community how we really feel like okay it's one thing to be a human but if we really get down to the core like yeah i hear what you're saying but they really don't rock with us like that without being said everybody wants freedom Listen, when did mm -hmm. the Chinese right? government speak out about mm -hmm. police killing black folks? There you when go. did they do that? I mean, that's that's like the next step. When did Daryl Morey say anything about what's happened in the state of Texas? 
when his go. when his pastor wouldn't open up the doors to help people that were disenfranchised right. from their homes and flooded out of their homes. I mean, they, in his city, in the same city. I mean, all of that, all of that is is correct, and all, everything. But, and I'm just but, showing you that, every, that's the mind of people, right? But but I'm saying like it's what Darren Morey also said wasn't wrong either. No, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. You know? I would tell it's not wrong, and I, I'm not. I mean, that's, that's I, my whole thing. I'm, I'm what, pretty, is I'm what pretty he said sure. wrong? I'm is pretty what he, sure. Is what he said wrong? No, no, at all. No, that's that's my whole issue. But he should, wrong, he should have been like, fine. It's a tricky thing, but let me tell you why he should have been fine. Let me tell you why he should have been fine. When I joined ESPN, part of my paperwork was, yo, in no way, understand, you are a representative mm-hmm. of Mickey. I've and, seen and, his paperwork, and, by and, the way. If anything you say or do on social media, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, reflects upon us bad, you will either be fired or fined or suspended. Mm-hmm. Look, how they say in the, in the NFL, paperwork. you got to protect I don't the know. I don't know what Daryl Morey's contract looks like, but I'm pretty sure every NBA contract has oh, some clause in it to say that you can be fired because mm-hmm. of anything that does re- irreparable harm yeah. to the organization. Now, should Tillman Fertitta have been the one to find him? That's, to that's take it I out think. of the hands yeah. of the NBA mm-hmm. and whether or not it's hypocrisy and things of that nature. But we Tillman Fertitta is not about to no, find his job. I don't know. You, Look, and I even if he's a different dude. He's a different Look, dude. But I still don't think he right. would have done it. Look, even if he did, we should know about it. Yeah. It should be public information. But my whole point going back to is like, yo, when you sign up and you represent an organization like the NBA, things like that, when you do damage the way that tweet did damage and it challenged the economic power and balance of the NBA going into the beginning of the season, Mm -hmm. well, I don't know. I signed up for my league pass last week. Everybody signed up for the league pass. So you about to cut the league pass off in China and cost billions? That's an issue. We need to have a talk. And if we're going to be inclusive when it comes to freedom of speech, okay, I rock with that. Then we need to go back. Like, if Joe Johnson is in the league, then Mahmoud needs to come. I don't care if you give him a tryout. Something needs to happen. This is my my issue, man. We – sometimes – I tweet this out. Sometimes we fight the wrong fights and don't even realize we're fighting the wrong fights. Right? Because everybody that's called to something is not called to speak on something. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm called to ministry, but that doesn't mean I'm called to speak on everything that happens in the city. Man, my, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's strategic. Everything has to be strategic. He used bad strategy. And if he wanted to show support, he chose the wrong strategy. And my thing is, that's, just, that's all I'm saying. My thing is, like, if, if the league overall, Adam Silver has set up, precedent about how he wants this league to be it want he wants the league to be a progressive league a thoughtful league mm-hmm. um, instead of just being an entertainment entity if they just wanted to be an entertainment entity and not do anything like that not you know allow players to do the i can't breathe stuff and not find them and if they want to be that league that's cool like if you want to do that but when it when it gets real like because real, actual, real progressive thought is going to have. Well, let me back. ask you this: Do like, you hold think? Hold on, hold on, do you real, think Adam Silver wanted that to happen because out of because of the goodness of his heart? What? Because he really loved the players and he wanted the players. 
everything. No, 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 no I get it. It, it, it all goes it, it back all, to it money. It all benefits, right. It all goes back to money. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if if you're going to be that league and something actually happens where some actual, a real statement was made, mm-hmm. and again, you know, the real gets a lot of pushback. Just anything, any real conversation, a real human being, uh, a person is going to get pushback. So this is it. Yeah. This was a real statement. And they got a lot of pushback. And when they got too hot, they were like, nah, we're good. We're just an entertainment entity. We're just trying to play basketball. But that's not the precedent that you set as the commissioner and as the league. If you want to be like the the New England Patriots, I love the New England Patriots because they just stick to football. They not care about none of that other stuff. They're here to play football and entertain me. I'm cool with that interaction. But don't, as a league, don't try and give me that extra communal um, connection with me if you're not all the way about it. That's just my opinion. See, that's just my be, thing. be an entertainment entity. The league at its core, at its bylaws, and the people that own it are not about it. Right. They, they just chose to progress with the times because economically it was the best model for where the world was going. They they could have they could have strictly just been entertained. We just do basketball. They could have just going to be they play have. basketball. It's like, man, look, Adam Silver has a much better relationship with the players than his predecessor. Doesn't mean he doesn't think or feel anything differently than the guy that taught him the game. Let's not forget. David Stern was all about just David Stern. David Stern is the one that poured into him. So just because he acts a little bit different and walks a little bit different doesn't mean he's not more David Stern at the core. That's all I'm saying. That's that's all I'm saying. And and, and we started talking about freedom of speech in the NBA. It's all a walking hypocrisy. I have Craig Hodges and Mahmoud Raouf to look at each. And I look at the big three, I'm sitting there saying, that's ridiculous. And that's I got ridiculous. a theory about why Melo not in the league and ain't got nothing that, to do with basketball. Nothing to do with that's basketball. Another conversation. That's another conversation. We'll unleash the beast a little bit later. When we come <laughs> back, A2S, man, we're going to hop into a little NBA preview, and we're going to have our Bulls preview, man. And we're going to talk about whether or not this Bulls team can make the playoffs. We're going to talk about the mid-range being gone, and then we're going to talk about Kobe White. Does he have to hit in order for this organization to go to the next level? <laughs> and who is the, the player to take this organization to the next level? Is it Zach Levine? We'll get into it. ATS. Come on, PC. You can't be killing the tease, bro. Cool. Right? <laughs> You're listening to According to Sources with BC, SD, and C4. Right here on A2S Network.